an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk. We have a special guest for today. <laughs> Um, I've I've just uh, had a simple crash course on how to pronounce her name. I thought I pronounced it right, but I was wrong. (laughs) So welcome in the show, our very own special guest, a brand strategist and a designer. Her passion is to help businesses and entrepreneurs out there to level up their brands and their bank accounts. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And so <laughs> we will find out how. Because you know who who doesn't want their bank accounts to grow <laughs> along with their brand. <laughs> Let's all welcome today's special guest, very beautiful, very talented, Miss Sakil Taylor. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on today. <laughs> yeah, so again, I've said this uh, off cam. Thank you um, for being in this show, this episode. We have different time zones, and I know you're a very busy person. Um, it's an honor to have you in the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am happy to be here. <laughs> All right, Sakil. Um, before we dig in to the topic, which is I am, you know, I'm very excited to talk about points on branding and to learn your perspective on it. First, um, I'm sure our listeners and our viewers are, you know, curious. How did you came to be in this position of, you know, of expertise? Um, it's, It's a normal question here in the creative talk. What or who influenced you to be this, you know, wonderful person um, with knowledge, experience. I know it, it comes, you know, in time of practice. So tell us the story because we're ready to be in this wonderful journey. Your story. Definitely. So I guess I didn't like, you know, how when you grow up, you're like, I want to be this when I grow up. I Branding wasn't, you know, a thing for me. Um, <laughs> I really wanted to go into law and I actually um, entered at a law office. I was like, I hate this. Like, I can't go into this for my life. Um, not necessarily like the, you know, learning and logistics of it, but it was just like a stressful situation. Um, so I went to actually went to school. I went to Emory University in Atlanta um, for film and media, and it really wow. intrigued me. Film and media. This is this is this is like contrasting. Exactly. Um, law, film and media. <laughs> jump fast forward. <laughs> branding. <laughs> I know. I'm all over the place. All right. Now. All right. Continue. We will <laughs> well, find out what happened. <laughs> exactly. We will find out what happened. <laughs> I went to school for film and media. Um, I really got more interested within the media portion um, and how media really influences um, mindsets. And um, I kind of delved deep into how branding um, affected people's mindsets. Like, for example, like when you go on someone's website and you see that they have an amazing brand that kind of draws you in. Um, you want to invest in them. So that's kind of where my love for branding came from. Um, I went to work for two corporate companies. I um, loved it there, but I kind of didn't have a real passion working for um, bigger companies. I kind of wanted to help small entrepreneurs and 
just like small businesses grow. Um, so I went full-time in my business and here I am doing branding full-time for entrepreneurs. So wow. I, I wow. kind of fell, fell in love with design in school and kind of explored that field um, as I when I graduated. So Wow. You mentioned that you were, you know, you were fascinated and there's a hook um, on how it, it, it affects like film, media, and, and branding, you know, they're, they're visual, the, the, the power and the common denominator is, you know, everything's visual, right? Exactly. And how it connects to mindset. Can you, can you explain further um, on that point? Yes. Um, so visuals are everything. So before you even invest in a company, for example, the first thing you see are their brand visuals. Um, so like I said, like if you go on a website and it's not visually appealing, you see they kind of DIY'd it. Um, it looks a mess, like you can't really navigate it. You're not gonna wanna invest in that company. So um, that's kind of where I got the, the visuals from. Like visual, I guess visuals are extremely important for any company to succeed. And people don't realize that. They kind of like take branding into their own hands, which can sometimes be great if you're a designer, you know what you're doing, but others, other times it can be kind of disastrous and a waste of your time. So. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Um, what is your take on, because that can, you know, there's a, uh, a flip side in that. Um, mm -hmm. A brand can be either, you know, personal or a corporate brand. It can look spectacular, but then, the 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 core behind it is either you know not that up to par or just for example the gurus you know we have a lot of you know influx of gurus in this generation you would see in youtube you know the ads the commercials which by the way is annoying <laughs> you will see a lot of you know videos of gurus and they all you know, have this spectacular brand. It's very cohesive. It's very, you know, um, aesthetical pleasing. But I'm not saying all of them are, you know, not authentic. But it can have that flip that, yes, you're portraying something that is nice, something that is solid. But behind the brand, it's not authentic. What's your take on this? Yeah, and that can be kind of dangerous. Um, I guess that's the dangers of um, visual branding because people can portray to be something that they're not, of course, yeah. on the internet. Um, I would definitely do your research before investing whatever they have to offer. Um, don't just like go out and like throw your money at, on anything that looks aesthetically pleasing, of course. Um, see like what their testimonials are, how they've helped other people, um, if their core values really resonate with them. Because branding, I always... Um, I focus mainly on visual branding, but branding is really two parts, brand messaging, um, which is the core, and then visual branding comes after. So if your mission doesn't align with me, like I shouldn't be investing in you. Like right, I can go right. on your Instagram, like scroll through like what you're posting. Maybe your political views don't align with mine or something of that nature. Like, should I really invest in you? Because you don't really align with what I need. You right, know? right. So. Especially nowadays, right? Uh, you know, if... Uh... Uh, in terms of financial aspects of, of the business, if they promise, if it sounds too good to be true, <laughs> then it's <Yeah>. not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> right, right. There's, there's a lot, you know, that, that's gonna, um, I ran across a couple and they promises, you know, growth in the business. And again, this is just my assumption. I don't know them in a personal basis. So, 
if they commit to the promise, then it's all good. If not, then you know that's a different story. Exactly. Now, um, with that said, um, I'm excited, and I know our listeners and viewers are excited. On your perspective on how to build a solid brand, what does it need? You know, um, let's let's keep it on a basic perspective first let's not you know jump into technical terms um i always say this in this show um i take the mantle of a commoner (laughs) you know i speak for the people this show is about you and our guest and i take the mantle of the of the people of the consumer so if i'm you know a commoner i want to know more about branding especially if I'm a business person, what do I need to do? What makes a solid brand? Definitely. So like I was saying before, you definitely want to start off with the brand messaging. So really getting, honing in on like, what is your brand story? How do you come to be? People really want to know that. People really want to connect with stories. I'm having a solid mission statement, which is who your company is, um, why your company does what it does, and then how does your company do does what it does, basically. Um, then. Thirdly, you want to focus on your ideal client avatar, um, which is extremely important. And just to explain this in lame terms, it's like who specifically would be your ideal client down to what they're eating for breakfast, what types of articles they read, um, what do they like to do for fun? Because you'll be able to properly market to that person knowing exactly what those person's actions are. You mentioned Um, brand avatar. Is this the voice, brand voice? um, Yes, it's it's very similar, but it's not... Um, it's very similar to that. Okay. Can you explain? Um, um, can you explain further brand avatar? Because you know I, I have a different perspective of brand avatar, but I do get your point. For the sake yeah. of you know our viewers and our listeners, exactly. So I, an ideal client avatar, um, kind of like I was saying, is a specific person that would be attracted to your brand or that you want to attract to your brand. Right. Um, for example, um, for I'm just gonna take an example for Chanel or something like that, like a high-end brand, their ideal client avatar might be someone who makes over $100,000 a year, um, likes, you know, driving sports cars, um, likes expensive things, reads um, Vogue and Elle on their downtime. You know, they, they're very specific, they have a very specific client avatar into, you know, who they're attracting. Nice, um, nice, and they, yeah. They, they're not looking to attract anyone else because the, the I guess, not not looking to attract anyone else, but the saying in marketing goes is that if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. Ooh, so you have to love get that. Very, yeah. Definitely. You have to get very, very funneled down on who you're trying to attract in order to actually attract your ideal customer. Wow. Solid points there. Like straight to the point. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, in your experience, um, in your you know operations day to day encounter with clients um, back then until now and counting, what are the greatest challenge that you've encountered in you know building a brand and how did you overcome it? So many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say my main challenge when working directly with clients is that um, they have a strong opinion about like their brand and what they want, which is great. Yeah, and it, it's. I want. think it's always like that, especially mm-hmm. if I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. This this is mostly on personal brands. 
you will encounter most of this situation in personal brands, but it's also, you know, it's evident in also in corporate brands. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want an aesthetically pleasing brand. They want a brand that will sell for them, but they don't want to change it up because they like what they like. You know, they have what they have and they're like, this is, you know, I like this look. I like these colors. We, I want to keep this logo. And I'm like, this so is basically, you can't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> so this what do you do? Exactly. What do I do? This, I'm like, this is not attracting your ideal client. Like, you're going to end up in the same thought that you were before before you hired me. So why even hire me? Um, <laughs> I kind of talk them down to, um, like, explain the basics of why they need to change up their brand. Like, why they shouldn't include glitter and all types of craziness in their logo. <laughs> um, and some most of the time, they listen to me because they see I am an expert in my field. Um, but sometimes it's very hard to to sway their opinion on that so that's and, 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 and you know in the first place that's the reason why they you know why they called you why they messaged you so the least they can do is give everything give you access for because you are an expert right and and you know what or you know what appropriate is for their brand exactly exactly so <sighs> with that said with that said skill um what are the basic tips that you can give focusing on, you know, building a brand? Because there's a lot, I don't know, it, it just, it just explode in this, in this year, 2020, there was a massive influx of, and again, this is a good thing and a bad thing. Good thing because there are a lot of people that, you know, focuses and talks about brand building a brand brand for this brand for that that's good that's learning right that's you know sharing knowledge and it's really something that we need in the business world on the flip side we have everything talking about this is a solid brand how to to do a solid brand how to build a brand but they don't know what they're talking about yeah <laughs> now exactly. I, I, you you are with us in this show and you're an expert can you give us simple simple tips for our viewers for our listeners on how to build a brand yes um so like i was saying the, the first thing that you want to concentrate on concentrate on um is finding out who your ideal client is and then also, secondly, the second most important thing is what is your unique value proposition? What makes you unique compared to all of your competition? Because that's where you're going to stand out. Because if you're like all the other clothing boutiques out there, if you're like all the other um, Instagram, I guess, management people out there. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. Sorry to cut you. Um, with that. And, and, you know, I'm hearing a lot of that as well. You need to be unique. You need to be original. You need to be authentic. Well, authentic is different. Um, but how, again, I'm taking the mantle. I do get your point, but I am taking the mantle of a commoner. Okay, I'm following your advice. Now, how will I be unique? You said it yourself. Everything is out there, right? How will I stand out from the crowd? What are, you know the basic thing that I can do for me to, to be unique. Definitely. Um, it definitely depends on the industry that you're in. But for example, let's use the, I guess, website designer um, example. So I'm a website designer. I just design websites. That's great. A lot of people design websites, but how not can you- just, not, not just design. I don't like you saying that. 
you design websites. You don't just design, you design websites. So yeah, so okay, you design websites, but how can you specifically help me? Like what what kind of websites do you design? I design websites for service-based entrepreneurs, not necessarily because I design websites for both, but I design websites for service-based entrepreneurs that um, want to open a successful coaching business that ah, gets even more okay. specific into the point. So now I know that you can particularly help me if I'm a coach achieve my goals because you're you're specifically focusing on one thing instead of like being a generalist at everything. Because um, the saying goes like, for example, I wouldn't, you know, I'm. That's why brain surgeons get paid more than just like general doctors because they're specialists and I would trust them more in my brain than just like a general doctor operating on me. <laughs> so get specific into your brand. <laughs> oh, I love that. There you go. Get specific in your brand, right? You know, funnel it down, get that core, that niche. It's easier said than done, but it is very important. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I, I do have a follow-up question. Um, and I hope you can, you know, this is me. This is my question. Um, what are the, you know, do's and don'ts in, in building a brand? Definitely. Um, well, there's, like I said, there's two parts. So, for example, for visual branding, if you want to go with just like your logo or just very specific, if you want to get more specific in things, for example, your logo, you don't want to include glitter. You want it to be very simple. Um on like your website, you definitely don't want it to be like convoluted. You want a lot of white space. Um, you definitely want to pick out your brand colors ahead of time. So you have specific brand colors so people can recognize you by those brand colors. They come on your Instagram, they come on your um, website, any platform that you're on. And they're like, oh, this is this is this company. I recognize you. It's like a Target Red. Um, you recognize Target or like Google, you recognize Google's colors. Um, that's very important. People get confused about that and use like 20 different colors and fonts across all of their platforms. Yeah, and very creative. Like, Talk about creativity. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they just go on Canva and use like whatever it comes to mind, whatever looks good. I'm like, no, you have to be very specific in your and intentional um, in your visual branding. Um, so for visual branding, those would be my do's and don'ts. Right, um, right, right. Top three. Top three things to avoid. Aside from those powerful um, tips that you already shared, in your experience, top three things to avoid in building a solid brand. Okay. Um, I guess it's kind of hard to say like to avoid. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of specifics that <laughs> aren't too specific. Um, I would say per platform, maybe on Instagram, like, just don't post just to post. Um, Ooh. Post Ooh. very valuable content. I love that. But For the sake of hitting the algorithm count, like posting every day or, you know, exactly. how many posts that, per day. It yeah, kind of, sometimes we lose the value of the post, right? Exactly. You'll lose the value of the post, but it will also hurt you in the algorithm because Instagram Oof. favors very yeah. valuable content. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't want to just, like, you know, take a picture of a cat and post one that has nothing to do with your brand. <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say on your website, um, always include clear calls to action. So I guess you would avoid not 
including <laughs> clear calls to action, that would be an avoidance. Um, make your website very specific. Just don't be like, I help with marketing. Like be very clear and intentional in your calls to actions. Um, and then I would say thirdly, try not to copy people. Like you wow. need to be extremely authentic in what you're doing um, in order to be successful because that's your unique value proposition. You are your, your unique value proposition. So bring that forward. Nice. Not, wow. I love that. I mean, knowledge after knowledge, those are knowledge bombs, Akil. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that we need, I love the, what you said about, you know, putting value and just not posting for the sake of just posting. Because again, it will hurt you in the long run because, because of the algorithm, the system and everything. And plus, what, what's the point, right? You're throwing out stuff without value. And I believe that th that should be, you know, your brand, your character, your core should resonate in everything that you post exactly. and everything that you throw, right? Yeah. Exactly. And posting every day um, is unnecessary. Like this might be like a- <laughs> Talk about Rainbow. this, talk about this. Come on, talk about, I know people will react. <laughs> talk it's about so this. It's so unnecessary. You don't need to post every day. I don't post every day and I get clients- you know, like filling out my form fills on a daily basis, multiple. So you don't need to post every day to be successful. Post very valuable content and post consistently. So if you have a consistent schedule, people will know like this girl posts Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. And I can depend on you to post really valuable content and I'm waiting for you to do that. Like right, you don't need to post right. every day just to post. I love that. That's another, you know, factual information. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong in posting every day. And if you can, why not, right? But don't stress, don't, you know, don't let it rob your life. Uh, you know, exactly. if, if you're just um, being compelled to do it, that's where you go to post something that decrease in value and then it end up, you know, just for the sake of posting, right? And again, I think this came from, uh, you know, Gary V, you know, Gary V, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, famous uh, 100 posts, like uh, content diversification. You post four uh, content per day across multiple platforms. And it sounds nice and it is, but you also need to remember that in order for you to hit that or do that, it's either you have a Vayner media, <laughs> a media group behind you to do all those stuff, but in, in reality, there's, you know, people is in a position that either they're just starting up, they, they, they're doing it on their own, or they have a small team. Exactly. And I love what you said that, you know, you don't need to do it. You just need there. I think most of the people is getting the concept of consistency in a wrong way. You know, having a scheduled post is still being consistent, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Consistency isn't every single day. It's not every, like, it's just as much as you can um, on a consistent basis. Yes, um, of course, of yeah. course. But again, if you have the capabilities to, you know, really post every day and follow Gary V's, because I love Gary V, you know, I love his perspective. Um, if you are in the position to post, you know, four or more across multiple platforms, well, that's good. It would really make an impact. But again, if it's robbing you of your life, if it's pushing you 
to decrease on you know sharing value i rather have a specific time for you to post it's good you know it's quality over quantity exactly exactly and then if you're posing way too much you're focusing your time on that you're taking away time that you can be doing other things in your business to move the needle so definitely right, don't spend right, hours right. upon hours trying to create content that's not actually going to get you sales like what is going to get you sales right now that you can actually concentrate on Ooh, i love that before we proceed uh with that it goes also you know a lot of brands out there they're focusing on their content again which is not bad but by the end of the day they're growing their you know their their shares their likes their comments their their following but it's not generating any income um by the end of the day those metrics can't pay your bills it can't feed your family <laughs> you know it, it's it's a you know social media like instagram or facebook or linkedin they're temporary platforms right the to, you know the next day we by all we know it, it could be gone whatever happens you know and and what happens when all you do is create content again it's 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 a part it plays a role but i love what you said don't you know don't just focus on that you can focus more so you can have a proper balance you know the consistency and the quality plays a big role in it exactly um followers don't equal profit and a lot what a lot of people have like kind of mistake when they say oh i want to become an influencer like i want to do this and that um it's really important to have a solidified offer that is um like a great one but also that you're attracting some sort of ideal client and then that your content matches what you're trying to sell um because there'll be a lot of instagram people go out there like they post like sexy pictures it's great <laughs> no problem with that but like does that match like your if you're trying to do like the foreign exchange market like if you're trying to if you're a, a forex person or you're trying to sell i don't know tea or something like or <laughs> like that doesn't match what you're trying to sell right, so why right. like no one you know and then you don't have a clear call to action in your bio so like i don't know what to purchase from you like i just go on and look at your pictures and like them that's about it um but i'm not actually converting into a paying customer because i don't know what you're offering right so. right i think the the keyword there is cohesiveness right so mm -hmm. consistency quality and cohesiveness i mean yeah power combination it says it all right consistency get uh, a proper time where you need to throw out your content with value it may be every day or it may be in a certain day in a certain time that's consistency quality i mean that's that's the value your brand your character should resonate in your content that you share you share to people the value so that's quality cohesiveness you know a perfect combination a perfect collection of who you are and what you offer what your product what your service who you are what you do what you believe in so that's cohesiveness quality and consistency wow thank you thank you for that thank you for sharing that that's a perfect <laughs> reminder for everyone and i think with those three your the road to building a solid brand is achievable right exactly it's pretty easy just match that with your your visuals make sure you get that on point either hire a designer um go to a branding expert get your visuals on point um and then you'll be able to you know sky's the limit so 
Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Sakil. Thank you for giving us those tips, um, those perspectives, your opinion. I learned a lot. Now, we are in the part of the show that we will play a game. Okay. <laughs> what is the game? <laughs> That's a trademark in this show. Uh, this is not, you know, a normal podcast that we talk about a lot of deep things, a lot of business. This is this is more of like having fun, a casual conversation between you and a lot of people. <laughs> so this is the part where we play a game. The aim of this um, portion is to show the people that, yes, we are experts in our field, but we are still human beings. We okay. sometimes laugh, we sometimes don't know what to say, and we sometimes act silly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I will ask you. Um, I will ask you questions. So um, feel free to whatever comes into your mind. Feel free to say it. Don't spend too much time in thinking what the right answer is. It's just you know random questions that has nothing to do with your background, with the topic, or with the show. Okay. All right. Ready. Sure. <laughs> okay. Describe in one word what is friendship for you? Loyalty. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Next, favorite color? Red. Okay. Describe in one word what life is for you? Precious. Ooh, okay. I, I can feel the seriousness. Uh, there's no, my team didn't prepare the follow-up question. Why? I can't do that. I can't deviate. <laughs> All right, next. If you're an animal, what animal would you be and why? A butterfly, because I love Mariah Carey. And also, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love being free. I'm just spreading my wings. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Beaches or the mountains? Beaches. Mm. Passenger or driver? Passenger. <laughs> okay. Hot or cold? Hot. What is the weirdest food you've tried? Alligator. Really? Yes. Oh, come on. Tell us the story. Now I'm going to ask the story. <laughs> Tell us the story of that. <laughs> you know, of course, in Florida. Um, and it was interesting. It tastes like chicken, but... Did you know it was an alligator before you ate it? Yes. I did. Okay. I did. Mean. I'm ashamed of that, but it's you're mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. YouTube or Netflix? YouTube. Movies or books? Movies. What is your top three movies of all time? Forrest Gump. Oof. <laughs> um inception oh nice uh, uh i can't even think of my third one, I Come on. third one but I that, that was that was a, a good two movies yeah, forrest gump right. inception i really like interstellar like i like any uh, oh i would yeah. say and then anything by jordan peele so like us and get out those are mm. really good wow do you do you watch movies by directors or I, yeah okay i, That's I make sure to go see like like my favorite director like i had to go see their movie okay who's I'm, your favorite I, I, director 
Christopher Nolan and then Jordan Peele. I like oh, movies. Come on, Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yes, yes. Dunkirk. Dark Knight. What's your take on that? Christopher Nolan or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The movie Dunkirk. Have Have you watched it? I have not watched that movie. Oh, that's like one on. of his main movies. I know. That's like one of his. It's It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the one movie i had not <laughs> no, it's, it's actually the, the cinematography is nice um have you seen tenant yes 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 i haven't seen that yet good, good. <laughs> christopher nola is good although um my all-time favorite uh director is uh tarantino so, tarantino's amazing yeah yeah the, the way he Pulp fiction oh come on that's oof, reserva dogs i mean the, yeah. the way he the 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 composition the structure of the movie he's he's not, you know i i'm not a film guy but uh you know uh he's an orthodox mm-hmm. he's not mainstream and but somehow his movies end up in the mainstream and it works exactly. <laughs> yeah, he makes me feel so uncomfortable but you're like i get it i understand why <laughs> Right, right, right. Wow. Okay. Now, last question. This is a trademark question in the show. Okay. This could be serious or this could be something light. It depends on your answer, your perspective. If uh, Here goes. If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Anyone. Historical figure, politician, fam, a relative, a friend. If you have a power, the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? It would be Gandhi because I feel like we need him so badly right now in this world. Right. Why? 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 Um, because he's just a he's the epitome of peace and um, just his teachings would just help us so much right now because we need it. There's so much division going on. So. Right, right. Although in his time, he didn't do, I mean, I love Gandhi, um, but, but in his time, you know, the, the division in India and Pakistan, he, he didn't achieve it. Right. So he didn't, but do you think, do you think when, if you do resurrect him, he can make a change in this generation? I think he could. Um, if he could, you know, live another hundred years or so. Yeah. I believe, yeah, I believe, I believe. Yeah, with his teaching, imagine if Gandhi will be, you know, back up with a power marketing team, a branding expert utilizing social media. <laughs> That's exactly. going to be epic, right? <laughs> exactly. There's just only so much you could do during his time. So. Yeah, yeah. He's limited, you know, back then. We have very limited technology. So, wow, nice perspective. Well, thank you, Sakil, for you know being an awesome, awesome guest in this episode. I've learned a lot, your tips, your perspective. The game part, you are you know an alligator eater. So wow, <laughs> thank not, you for sharing that. <laughs> not mention that again. <laughs> Delete that part out. That's <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so um Sakil, if you have any promotions, online events releases or your social media accounts you want to promote the floor is yours definitely so um like he said in the beginning i am a branding expert so if you are interested in building your brand from the ground up that be website building your social media out um everything visual i will help you with that um and you can go to that is perfectly tailored spelled t-a-y-l-o-r-e-d 
um, dot com to schedule a free consultation with me. Um, also, you can follow me at Simply Secules as Simply S A K I L E um, on Instagram and also YouTube. So. Can't All right, there you go, guys. Connect with Sakil if you need help in growing your brand, your business. I'm sure she will guide you along the way. Thank you again, Sakil, for Thank being you. here as our guest. Guys, do check us out, the Creative Talk podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and our YouTube account. We are everywhere. <laughs> so again, thank you again, Sakil. Continue to be a blessing. Continue to be a beacon of light. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.